Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Welcome back, you guys. Today, we are talking about reasons why we believe. And we thought this would be an important episode to talk about because we have gone on and on throughout this entire podcast about how it's so important to believe. We believe. You need to believe. All this stuff. But we're like, why don't we step back and take a minute to talk about why we believe and kind of just give some background and personal stories from our lives. So, Right. A lot of what we're talking about today is very personal to our own lives. It's not necessarily something that can be applied across the board. Right. Everyone's going to have their own reasons of why they believe. Mm-hmm. Which, funny story, Addie and I were both separately like, okay, you know, we're going to write down reasons why I believe, we believe, and then we'll meet up and write it out, talk about it, and do the episode. Well... We got together today, and Addie's like, here's the reasons I believe. And I'm like, oh, I wrote down the exact same reasons. <laughs> so. Right. I had the whole list typed up, and then Ella's just sitting there, like, blabbing about all the reasons she believes. And she's like, can I add to the list? And I'm like, actually, you don't really need to add to the list because we have about the same four yep. points. I did yeah. a little bit more, but other than that, we pretty much got the same. Yeah. I mean, We have the same, like, reason why we believe, but we both have, like, different stories and life experiences leading up to that specific reason. So even though we kind of have the same reasons, we have different life experiences. So we apologize in advance if this gets a little repetitive, but we can't just change the reasons why we believe. Right. (laughs) It's same concept, different storyline, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get two different perspectives. So you're welcome, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Without further ado, here we go. Reasons we believe. Reasons we believe. You want to start with your first sure. point, Addy? <laughs> so I personally believe because I get to witness creation declaring a creator every single day. Basically, I can't look outside at creation and not come to the conclusion that there is a creator. To me, it makes absolutely no sense. It's more far-fetched to believe that this was an accident in my brain than to believe that all of this is here on a purpose and it's intentionally designed with an intentional plan. Like there's a creator. Right. I kind of had the same reason. Like I just can't make myself believe that this whole world is an accident. It some random explosion billions of years ago like it just looking around at everything around us I don't understand how anyone could think that we were some random explosion we're here by chance we're evolved from chimpanzees like it's just so hard to believe that that you just have to believe in a divine creator right and if you think about it you know going science wise Like, the earth is perfectly positioned. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Like, all of these things would have to align absolutely 
perfectly Mm -hmm. in order for this to happen and so that's why it's more absurd 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 (laughs) what ella said (laughs) it's more that for me to think that this is an accident Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i totally agree and psalm 19 verse 1 says the heavens proclaim the glory of god the skies display his craftsmanship and then obviously in genesis we read about god creating the earth so we have proof because the bible is true and the bible is god's word that god created the world and then we have verses like in the psalms here saying everything around us just proclaims god and proclaims god's glory this world this whole earth is too beautiful to have came from nothing Right, and we don't even have to look at just the earth. Like, we can sit and look at just our own body and all the different systems in it, like our skeletal system, nervous system, reproductive system, cardiovascular, all these things, they all work together just absolutely perfectly. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I am not smart enough to have figured that all out. (laughs) Like, No. no, I could not have created that. Right, well, even like, when you're taking anatomy classes and whatever and learning about the human body, it's like all of this stuff, it's far too complex to have been born out of some explosion billions of years ago and just slowly evolved over time, you know? Right, and it's like if you don't have this small little body part, you're dead. I mean, minus your kidney. (laughs) (laughs) Your heart. Well, you have to have a heart. That's my point. Kidney. Well, oh, you also don't need your appendix and your gallbladder. Yeah, that's my point. And my point is like all these little things work so perfectly together that if you remove one piece from the puzzle, it no longer works oh. anymore. And I couldn't create that because I probably would have 17 missing pieces and I'd be like, it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moral of the story, this whole world, our bodies, this whole... All of creation, it didn't come from nothing. That's just one of the reasons why Addie and I believe in God because we just, we don't believe that it could have ever possibly came from some random chance. So our next reason that we believe, um, I believe because I have felt the presence of God and I know what it feels like to have God's spirit living inside of me and just the joy and the love and the peace that comes from knowing God and having his spirit dwell in me is just, it far surpasses any feeling ever. I mean, you can't even describe it, honestly, because just this peace that comes from having God and I don't know, it's hard for me to describe, but it's one of those things like, you don't know it and you don't understand it until you have it. Right. I would explain the feeling of it as liquid love. And I've always said before, I can't imagine the love that I'm going to feel someday when I get to heaven because love here on earth is just so broken. And that mm-hmm. when I finally get to heaven, right. and it's like, oh my gosh, perfect love. I was always like, I think I said this in a podcast before. I think it will hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like in a way I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. so overwhelming. Well, it makes me think of like those little moments when you feel God's presence and the Holy Spirit and whatever, and you just, it's so overwhelming, like you just 
cry. I mean, that's my reaction, I guess. Yeah. I don't know about you, but just those, even the smallest moments is so overwhelming, and it's just such a wonderful feeling that, like Addie said, I cannot imagine being completely in God's presence in heaven. Right. I remember one of the first times I ever felt that. I was actually at, um, I was at something. Mm-hmm. I was at something, and someone came up to me and was like, can I pray for you? And they sincerely wanted to pray for me. And it was a group of people and they didn't know my name. They knew nothing about me. And they just like simply prayed over me. And just that feeling that like wash over of like, Oh my goodness, what is this? Like, Mm -hmm. this is fantastic. Can we bottle this up and sell it? Be a millionaire. (laughs) You probably would because everybody is searching and seeking after this feeling, this something to fill the emptiness in their heart and in their soul but as Christians, like, we've found that feeling. We have that feeling. Right. That's my point for later, so don't, don't oh, steal my point. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. But that was, like, the first time I ever felt that, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And that's the same thing of, like, goosebumps at church when you're singing worship music and all these just, like, when everything in my world is going completely wrong, but I have this peace and this sense of, mm-hmm. like, it's going right, I have no other reaction than to just believe because I'm like, this is out of this world. This is nothing that... I on my own self could even comprehend or think of this has to be God and that's one of the reasons I personally believe like Addie said even when everything's going wrong like even in times in my life where I'm really uncomfortable and I feel like I'm in a really bad spot and whatever like I still have this joy and this peace and this love and just having God's spirit living in me it just I don't know. I can't describe it. It's just such an amazing feeling. And I think the first time I really felt the Holy Spirit was a week after I got back from the first time I ever went to camp. The speaker that week, like, was just super powerful, and God definitely spoke through her. And when I was home a week later was when that was when I surrendered my life to Christ and I remember praying to Jesus and this was in like sixth grade and I remember like just bawling in that moment because I truly felt the Holy Spirit and I've also had other moments like that like you know at camp that's a really good setting for feeling God's presence and just worshiping in church and I really like to be outdoors too and so Like those moments when I'm just sitting outside and it's peaceful and I've been praying or reading my Bible or doing whatever, like just feeling God's presence wash over me is an indescribable feeling and just another reason why I believe. Right. It's, it's like indescribable. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can't explain it until you felt it. Right. We just keep blabbing on and on about it trying to describe it but I don't think we ever can right so if you want to feel this feeling put your hope and your trust into Jesus Christ repent of your sins and rely on him for salvation boom just spread the gospel (laughs) okay circling back a little bit Ella made the point of nothing in this world truly satisfies and I was like you can't talk about that because that's my point well here we go so another reason why I believe is just simply because of what I see in this world. And to me, this world is just screaming that we need to be running after anything and everything to find our happiness and satisfaction in. And whether that's, 
you know, I will never be truly satisfied and happy until I have my perfect body, until I have my dream house, until I make six figures, until I find the perfect partner and I'm in the perfect relationship, blah, blah, blah. Like all of these things, the perfect job, everyone is chasing after this. But what if this isn't obtainable? Like I see everyone striving after this, but yet once they get there, they're not satisfied and they have to run after the next thing. It's like, maybe we weren't designed to go find that. Right. And the only way to find that is in Jesus Christ alone, because Psalms 107, nine says, for he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul. He fills with good things. God is the only one who satisfies. And so that is one of the main reasons I believe is because what I witness every single day. And I see this with my friends all the time where it's like, I'm just so unsatisfied with my life right now. This is just not going well, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, yeah, I can see that. Like Mm -hmm. you will not be satisfied without Christ. Right, right. End of story. Well, even in my own life, even even though I am saved and I am a believer, there are times where we feel far from God's presence just because of stuff going on and whatever. And in those times, it's when I feel the worst. Even though on the outside things could be going well for me in life, I feel awful because I feel far from God's presence and I'm trying to fill that space with other things. And like we kind of talked about this in our sin episode, like a lot of times we fall into unrepentant sin because we're trying to fill that hole and fill that gap up. And just that feeling, like we mentioned, you can't really describe it, but you just know that there is something that is supposed to fill this void in our hearts and in our souls. And we try to fill it with things of the world. We try to fill it with family and with friends and all these great things that God gave us, but it still just doesn't fill the hole because the hole was designed for God's spirit to fill. Right. It's a hole that nothing else can fit but God. Right. It reminds me of one of my favorite quotes and it's by C.S. Lewis. And basically he says, if I find in myself desires which nothing can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. And I'm like, huh, you're right. Like, this earth as a Christian is not my home. My home is heaven. Mm-hmm. This is like my tent. Right. I'm. This is my temporary home. I'm here for a short time, but my eternity will be spent in heaven. So when I'm longing for all of these amenities that my tent doesn't offer, well, and I can't satisfy them, well, it's probably because they only can be atta- obtained in heaven in eternity. Right. Okay, another reason why Addie and I both believe is because we have both been able to witness firsthand the changing power of Christ within other people. And while we both know that Jesus Christ has changed us as well, sometimes it's hard to see that change in your own life, you know? And so I really think it's such a gift that God gives us people that he allows us to see the change in them because we don't always see the change in ourselves, And so seeing the change in other people is just another reason why we believe. Right. And I think it's also really important just to be a good brother and sister in Christ to say, point out that in the other person and say, oh my goodness, look how far you've come. Mm -hmm. Like you once 
struggled with this, we're living this way, yada, yada. And now look where you've come. Look how much you've grown. And that is such encouragement. I've had people do that in my own life. And I'm like, wow, you're right. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in myself, I've talked about this. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast or not, but the last track season for me was terrible. It was rough and not trying to diss like the people on the team or the coaches or anything but I was just in a rough spot spiritually and not being around some of my Christian community just kind of made that worse for me and throughout those three months when I felt pretty much at the lowest point in my spiritual life that I've ever felt at the end I had a friend a friend on the team, kind of a new friend that I had made, tell me, like, Ella, I can see there's something different in you. Like, you're not like other people. You just have this something different. And that meant a lot, hearing that from someone else, that even when I feel like I'm in a terrible spot spiritually, people can still see the fruit of my salvation, and God is still working in me, even when I don't necessarily feel his presence. Right. It's amazing how the gospel works, even when we don't feel like we're working. Mm -hmm. It's like working through us, but I feel like I'm a sitting duck in the water. Right. Right. Yeah. But circling back to our original thing is seeing God's power, his changing power in other people. I have a friend who I've known for a long time, but we haven't really became good friends until recently. So since I've known her for a long time, I knew her before she was saved and she came to Christ. And then it was not too long ago that she did come to Christ. And it's not like before she became a Christian that she was living like this super, super worldly, awful lifestyle. But once she did have that conversion, it is so obvious God's spirit and God working in her it is just super encouraging to see honestly and just another reason why we believe because the difference that having the spirit in you makes you don't always realize in yourself but seeing it and witnessing it firsthand in other people is a really special experience and I'm glad that God allowed me to just see this change in this friend. I've had similar experiences as well. I've had a particular person who started out denying if there was even a God, just questioning over and over, like, is there such thing as a God? And now as I'm looking in their life, they're totally living a biblical life and leading people to Christ and having gospel conversations and all of this. And I'm like, oh my goodness, look where you've come. You went from, I don't even know if there's a God out there. I don't know if I believe to telling other people it's that mm-hmm. paul to saul saul to saul to paul <laughs> <laughs> saul to paul y'all yeah <laughs> it's the saul to paul moment which it's amazing like the only thing i can do is like praise god in that moment because that was nothing i could say or do even when they're asking these questions that i'm trying to explain it to them it's so not me it's the the power of the gospel that is changing lives there and that yeah. is why i believe like because i've seen that firsthand it's amazing mm-hmm. it's a really special thing to witness and it's I'm really thankful that God allows us to see that in other people because it's just more motivation for our own lives and 
even when you are in that in the middle of that spot where you're really praying for someone and talking to someone and like I just want to see change in their life like I've seen change in so many other people it's just motivation to continue to pray for them and continue to reach out to them because you know what God can do okay so I've I've gotten to witness multiple people coming to Christ and on multiple occasions not multiple occasions on every occasion <laughs> they're ju- they just ball like mm-hmm. and it's just this like overwhelming sense of just I don't even know how to explain it all these emotions and everything I'm like that has to be like you're just sitting there and you, like that change is literally snap of a fingers and mm-hmm. it happened and it's like you need to witness that is right, all I'm saying. Right. It is just like mind boggling. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And that's not to say like as soon as they accept the Holy Spirit and they give their life up to Christ that like, whoa, they're this perfect person. They're a Christian now, whatever. Like sanctification, like we've talked about, is a slow process, but there's still a change there and it's very obvious change and we've seen it in our own lives and in other people's lives and it's amazing and just like we've said a million times it's another reason why we believe yeah so another one of the big reasons I personally believe is just because of all the answered prayers I've seen over my life and just things that I've been praying for continually and seeing them happen. And I've had multiple people where I've prayed over and over of, Lord, bring this person to Christ, like bring them to know you, remove their heart of stone, give them a heart of flesh. Like, God, like I want them, like I want them to be a child of yours. And God Mm -hmm. wants that too. Praying in his will, it helps. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's not my point. But just, I've seen that work and I've seen God physically drag those people closer to them and I've there was this mission trip I was going on a mission trip to Haiti and my grandpa was super sick in the hospital and my mom was like you know what I don't think we'll be able to go and I oh my goodness I diligently prayed I was like Lord like if there's a way I would love to do this like please open a door and a door opened and I was able to go with someone signed me over to a legal guardian (laughs) gotta hop on a plane and go to Haiti but just all these answered prayers are just amazing and there's no other reaction to that just a Mm -hmm. belief of just this is why I believe because of all of these answered prayers in my life Mm -hmm. yeah I had the same point of just God answering prayers in my life and and I also want to mention to the unanswered prayers and the prayers that God answered but he said no to or he gave me a different answer and Oftentimes, the prayers where he gave me an answer other than what I was asking for, something different, or he said no, or whatever it was, all those times were so much better than what I was specifically asking God for. And so, not only God answering prayers in my life, but also giving me something completely different that was so much better is just another reason why I believe in God, because I really wanted something specific and he gave me something totally different and there's no way that that ever would have happened and I would have been happy with that. God knows exactly what we need and he's gracious enough to hear our prayers but he still gives us exactly what we need. Right and reminder that sometimes those unanswered prayers we won't 
see what God was doing behind the scenes until so much later. Right. Like sometimes it's going to take months, years until we finally realize like God brought me through this and didn't mm-hmm. answer this prayer exactly how I wanted because of this reason. And it might take three years before you finally see that. And that's okay. Right. Right. Well, and I really believe too that it's our job to be faithful and obedient and, you know, pray to God and ask God for these things, but that's it. You know, be faithful to God and let him do the rest because he knows what we need. He knows what he's doing. His ways are so much better than our ways. And I've just seen proof of that in my own life through prayers that have haven't been answered yet. I'm still waiting on God or he's answered them in a totally different way. And I think that's a mark of a growing Christian when you can say, you know what, I prayed for this and it didn't happen, but the Lord's will. Mm-hmm. That really is showing I I completely trust you, God. Like you've got right. my life. You got it in your hands. Right. Your way, not mine. Don't get me wrong. It is super frustrating, especially right now. I'm like praying and praying for this person in my life and I'm like god this has been going on for like a month now I mean I know a month really isn't that long of a time span but I'm impatient and I'm like god I want you to answer this prayer the way I want it right now but like I mentioned I need to take my own advice and just be faithful and let god do the rest right yeah it can totally be super frustrating to have those prayers that just go unanswered or we're just slowly waiting for an answer and it it seems like one will never ever come but guys those were some of our just top reasons of why we believe and a lot of them were just personal stories but we encourage you like go think about your own reasons go think about you know why why do i believe because explaining and going through these reasons of why we believe can be super helpful to new believers are just bringing other people to Christ, just Mm -hmm. sharing your own experiences. And so how they can see, you know, this is how God has worked in my life. And that can, that can open a door. Definitely. Yeah. And it is really powerful too to just take the time to think about it in your own life. Because when Addie and I decided we were going to do this episode, I was like, well, I know I believe, but I don't know why. And taking the time to really think about it and pray about it is really good. Right. It's, it's awesome. And I I know there's skeptics out there, of course, and those who want, you know, more concrete facts, not just your personal feelings and personal beliefs. And there is definitely that evidence out there. We're not here to provide that right here in mm-hmm. this episode. But um, one movie that I've watched over and over again, it's The Case for Christ. There's also a book. And it's just this man who doubts basically the entire Christian faith. And mm-hmm. so he goes on this long journey to just basically debunk Christianity and prove it like scientifically and factually of this could not happen and spoiler alert in the end of the movie he ends up coming to Christ because he's like there is no other explanation except for I believe looking Mm -hmm. at all this evidence so if you want a good movie to watch or a good book I definitely recommend going to watch The Case for Christ. Yeah it's really good I've seen the movie I have not read the book but it is really good. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, please just share it with your friends and family, um, anyone who you think might enjoy it. And we'd really appreciate it if you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, those ratings help us more than you would ever know. They're, yeah. They are what gets the word out to other people 
who don't regularly right. know us. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if you would take the time to do that, we would really, really appreciate it. But other than that, have a fantastic day. Yeah. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect. And we ask our supporters to always fact check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me, but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.